Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you, Father God. You are worthy, O oh Lord. We just magnify you this morning. And we just say thank you for waking us up, O oh Lord, another day. Thank you, O oh Lord God, that we found favor in your sight, O oh Father. Father, because you commanded the deaf angel to pass us by, we thank you for the blood of Yeshua HaMashiach. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that, Father, paid the price for us to be redeemed back unto yourself. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. And as we come and sit before you, we come seeking your face, seeking your kingdom and your righteousness father give us understanding father in this lesson lesson 18 O lord give us understanding of what paul is speaking to us out of romans chapter 8 and all the other scriptures lord that we will look up today illuminate our hearts and our minds O father that we may comprehend what the Spirit is saying to the church, us individually. Help us to see, Father, who we are in Christ the Messiah. Help us to know what our position is, our place in you, O Lord, that we are hidden in Christ, that we are seated in heavenly places in Christ the Messiah. Help us to understand, O Father, Father, what is yet to come in the future. Help us to see, Lord, your kingdom and your glory, O Lord God. Father, help us, Father, to know who we are, O Father, as kingdom people, O Father, as children of the Most High God. Father, that we will not be lifted up in pride, O Father. Father, but we that but that we will be humbled by the revelation that you, Father, revealed to us. We thank you for your word on today, O Lord. And we bind up every um, demonic force, Father, that will come against this broadcast in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. We bind up all principalities and powers in the air. Father, Father, we loose warring angels to war on our behalf today, O Lord. Father, we cover this broadcast in the blood of Yeshua. Father, I cover every listener in the blood of Yeshua. And Father, I ask, O Lord, that you would anoint our ears that we may hear your voice, O Father, your spirit speaking to our hearts. Father, and I bind every lying spirit father every other spirit that will come in to speak lies father i bind it in the name of yeshua and i thank you father for the covering that covers us through christ 
I thank you, Father, and I bind up every sparrow that would come to snatch the word out of the hearts of the hearers. And I loose the spirit of the Holy Ghost to keep that which was planted. In the name of Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Come in. Oh, thank you, baby. Okay. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you, Father. Well, good morning, beloved. Good morning to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You know, the Lord is so good and worthy to be praised. Welcome again for another time with Women of Grace, a voice in the wilderness. Hallelujah. And we have been doing, hallelujah, study in the book of Romans. Hallelujah, which is the very foundation for all believers in Christ, especially the Gentiles. Hallelujah, those that are not Jewish. Paul was the apostle to the Gentiles. And here in the book of Romans, he is writing a letter to the Christians that are in Rome and how the uh, religious leaders, hallelujah, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, the priests, the same ones, hallelujah, that crucified Christ, were trying to convince the new converts that since they believe in Christ that they now have to keep the law of Moses Paul hallelujah heard about this and he wrote a letter to come against the spirit that was trying to put the new converts in bondage which is happening today in our time that you have religious people that are trying to put you in bondage but here Paul says that it is not the observance of the external observation of the law in other words the outward works of the law of rituals hallelujah and keeping traditions of men but it's all about the inward the the internal the spiritual word hallelujah that sets us free by the Holy Spirit hallelujah and we're on lesson 18 in our study and that's Romans chapter 8 verses 17 to 25 and today we are on part 4 of lesson 18 and the title was glory revealed glory revealed the father is so faithful he is so just and righteous is he let's turn our swords to Romans chapter 3 verse 23 And beloved, I had just got my new Bible yesterday, the Amplified Study Bible yesterday, because I had given my other Amplified Bible to a young lady because she says she wants to learn more. And the Amplified uh, Bible really gives you understanding of what um, the Father is speaking and what he is saying. So I had got my new Bible and what I did is I I laid my hands on it and I prayed over it and I asked the Lord that he would anoint each page that that the words would come alive 
that they will speak to my heart and if you have not done that with your Bible hallelujah do that with your Bible pray over your Bible ask the Lord hallelujah to cause each page anoint each page that they will speak to your heart that they will come alive that your Bible will be alive uh, alive hallelujah and that God will speak through it because it's just a book hallelujah written on paper but it's through the anointing of the Holy Spirit that God will speak what he has to speak through his word to you it will come alive hallelujah to you a living uh, a living book hallelujah not just a book that you put on the shelf and you occasionally read but that the the the, the book hallelujah the anointed bible would speak to you and call out your name hallelujah that you will be drawn to it glory to god because we are students in in god's hallelujah kingdom and uh, i believe a disciples when jesus says go out and make disciples of men i believe that a disciple is a student hallelujah the same way that our children hallelujah when they are born and they are aged they go to preschool and then they go to first grade and so forth and so forth until college and they graduate and i believe that uh, that god intended for us to be students in the uh, in the school of the holy spirit where we start off as babes in Christ, we in preschool and we're learning the things about God and learning how to walk in the things of our Father uh, as we are educated in the things of the Lord and the kingdom of God. And um, if you haven't received the manual for uh, kingdom living and uh, spiritual strategy, spiritual warfare manual, write wog.vitw at hotmail.com and I will get that to you totally free of charge see because um, the Bible says freely you have received freely give and because I have received these manuals um, I'm the type of person I do the Google search looking for Bible studies and and I came up on Harvest Time International Institute and it is a college and um, the courses you have your free courses and you have your paid courses and the manuals were free and I downloaded them and, and they're, they're, they're wonderful books hallelujah wonderful manuals to educate you in the things of God and if you haven't received it hallelujah just write me and I will send that to you we do those on Friday evenings and Saturday mornings and uh, we're in the book of Romans today but turn your swords to Romans chapter 3 verse 23 and let us read and I'm reading this out the Amplified Bible it says for since all have sinned and continually fall short of the glory of God here it says for all have sinned and fall uh, fall continually fall short of the glory of God hallelujah now the the note the commentary note for this verse 23 is universal sin we generally avoid the word the word sin we want to call it something other than what it is because we don't like the implications of that word and yes they have labeled hallelujah 
they have had the world has actually labeled demonic spirits with names medical medical names is a spirit sin is sin they call it a sickness hallelujah they call alcohol alcoholism a sickness no beloved it is a spirit hallelujah an alcoholic spirit hallelujah that is uh, tied to sin um but the wor- the world has labeled the diseases and demonic influences with a title hallelujah they don't want to call it sin they don't want to say that this person's demon possessed we don't like being told we're rebels that we're flawed and bent in our very natures and that there is nothing we can do about it on our own we have this in that sense that we can overcome the problem with a little more effort or maturity even um, um even that sense is an illusion of the problem the bold hard facts always point us back to Paul's conclusion we're we're sinners period we are sinners hallelujah let's read verse 24 also and are being justified declared free of the guilt of sin made acceptable to God and granted eternal life as a gift by his precious undeserved grace through the redemption the payment for our sin which is provided in Christ Jesus redemption those who believe are justified that is declared righteous freely by God's grace or favor Christ Jesus died to provide redemption or to buy back in the same way we redeem a promissory note he died to pay the price required to ransom sinners he transfers his righteousness to those who believe in him and on the basis of Christ's righteousness alone believers can approach God's throne with praise because of what Christ has done we can approach God's throne hallelujah with praise on our lips because of what he done now the grace that is his favor and mercy was extended to man who can do nothing to be worthy of it it's God's amazing gift is nothing that we can do to deserve the grace of God is not by keeping rituals hallelujah of the law is not by our good deeds or good works hallelujah now the sacrifice of atonement by laying his hands on the head of the sacrifice this is what the priests did when they were sacrifice sacrificing lambs and bulls they would lay their hands on the head of the sacrifice the person offering the sacrifice identified himself with it and through his death it became an atonement or covering for his sin because the unblemished sacrifice covered his sin it placed the person's offering placed the person offering the sacrifice in a right relationship with God later under the new covenant the perfection 
and sacrifice of Christ would cover, atone for, the imperfection and sin of those who identified with him and accepted him as Savior. That's why oftentimes you would hear me say you must identify yourself with Christ's death, his burial, and his resurrection. It is the same sense, hallelujah, that when the priests lay their hands upon the person that is bringing the lamb to be sacrificed, that they are, hallelujah, that they are identifying, hallelujah, that they are identifying, hallelujah, that they are identifying themselves, hallelujah, with that sacrifice. So when we confess Christ as our Lord, when we confess our sins, repent and turn back to God, believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins, you identify yourself through baptism in his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Then you are baptized in the Holy Spirit. Then you are sealed, hallelujah, by the Holy Spirit. Let us continue. Now, now having painstakingly shown how God himself came dramatically to man's aid through Christ, Paul encapsulates the glorious end result of that work. In Romans chapter 8 verse 18, he says, Glory will be revealed in us. As the New Century Version translates Romans 8 verse 18 and 19, the sufferings we have now are nothing compared to that great glory that will be shown to us. Everything God made is waiting with excitement for God to show his children's glory completely. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 10 through 11, we discover the prophets searched carefully and tried to learn about this salvation. They prophesied about the grace that was coming to you, to us, beloved. They prophesied about it. The Spirit of Christ was in the prophets telling in advance about the sufferings of Christ and about the glory that would follow those sufferings in 1st Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 through 10 Paul himself quotes one of those prophets Isaiah he goes on to say that no eye has seen nor ear has heard no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him but Paul adds in wonder but God has revealed it to us by his spirit. It is difficult for us with a finite mind to comprehend anything that could be more glorious than all that we have now in Christ. Yet, beloved, in the spirit we glimpse the wonders of what is to come and with the Apostle Paul long for the day when we will be released from the limitations of this physical body and will like liberated angels soar to the heights of the of that glory turn your swords to Romans chapter 8 
and we're going to read verses 19 to uh, 22 creation is groaning Romans chapter 8 verse 19 to 22 reads for even the whole creation all nation nature waits eagerly for the children of God to be revealed for the creation was subjected to frustration and fertility not willingly because of some intentional fault on its part but by the will of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will also be freed from its bondage to decay and gain entrance into the glorious freedom of the children of God for we know that the whole creation has been moaning together as in the pains of childbirth until now having spoken of the wonder of the glory that is awaiting those who are in Christ Paul goes on to reveal how all creation is waiting in eager expectation for that day not only waiting but groaning as in pains of childbirth it is crying out for the birth of a new day it was not by its own choice or through its own fault that nature was subjected to the curse that came upon it cursed is the ground because of you God said to Adam after he had sinned in Genesis chapter 3 verse 17 God had given man dominion over the earth you can read that in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 30 now beloved when Adam sinned and rebelled against his creator he had not only lost his relationship with God and the glory that was to be his through eternity but he also took with him all that was under his control remember God gave Adam dominion over the entire earth now the earth with its teeming life was yoked to mankind in its fall and thus the curse came upon the earth experiencing all the consequences of man's sin but declares Paul creation too has a hope as the J.B. Phillips translation of Romans chapter 8 verse 19 to 21 says the whole creation is on tippy toe to see the wonderful sight of the sons of God coming into their own it has been given hope and the hope is that in the end the whole of creation created life will be rescued from the tyrant tree of change and decay and have its share in that magnificent liberty which can only belong to the children of God since Adam's sin this earth has been waiting with great longing to be set free from the decay and death brought upon it that freedom will come when the sons of God are revealed when God publicly declares before all that we in Christ are his sons this, cre this creation is after all part of the inheritance of Christ and of those who are his coheres. Turn your swords to Colossians. Turn your swords to Colossians. Um, 
chapter 1 verse 16 hold your place there also turn to Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 2 now here in Colossians chapter 1 verse 16 it read for by him all things were created in heaven and on earth things visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities all things were created and exist through him that is by his activity and for him they were created by him or in him in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2 hallelujah Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2 it reads let's read verse 1 also God having spoken to the fathers long ago in the voices and writings of the prophets in many separate revelations each of which set forth a portion of the truth and in many ways has in these last days spoken with finality to us in the person of one who is by his character and nature his son namely Jesus whom he appointed heir and lawful owner of all things through whom also he created the universe that is the universe as a space-time matter continuum turn your swords to Isaiah chapter 65 and we're going to read verse 17 and verse 25 also turn your swords to second peter chapter 3 and hold your place at verse 13 isaiah chapter 65 verse 17 reads behold i am creating a, a new heavens and new earth and the former things of life will not be remembered or come to mind let's jump down to verse 25 he goes on to say the Lord the wolf and the lamb were gazed to, grazed together and the lion would eat straw like the ox there will no longer be predator or prey and thus will be the serpent's food they will do no evil or harm in all my holy mountain Zion says the Lord hallelujah there is going to be a new heaven beloved and a new earth this earth that we are now on live in it will be burnt by fire it's going to be purified by fire hallelujah the whole entire planet God is going to make a new heaven and a new earth in second Peter chapter 3 verse 13 it reads but in accordance with his promise we expectantly await new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells let's read verse 14 also so beloved since you are looking forward to these things be diligent and make every effort to be found by him at his return spotless and blameless and peace that is inwardly calm with a sense of spiritual well-being and confidence having lived a life of obedience to him so we must be prepared when the king of glory comes for his bride 
now is the time of salvation beloved now is the time hallelujah to be washed of your sins to put away your sins to put away the old former way of life whether those that are believers hallelujah the victory has been won on Calvary we have been set free we are no longer slaves to the sin master Satan we're no longer his puppets now if we sin it's by choice it's by choice but to let you know that you have been freed if you identified yourself in Christ's death his burial and his resurrection you have been set free hallelujah most of us hallelujah like myself Christ saved us outside of the church environment outside of the four the four walls I was not saved in church many are not saved in church hallelujah some are saved born again in prison hallelujah because God wants them to receive the pure unadulterated word of his spirit hallelujah and we sit in these churches and we are we are fed hallelujah poisonous food we are fed poison not all churches are like that hallelujah but many are not hallelujah they have adulterated God's word hallelujah they are prostituting God's people perverting the word but see God wants us to receive the pure unadulterated word of God hallelujah that has not been defiled by man's own interpretation hallelujah and his own traditions because many of these traditions that um, the churches hallelujah here in America celebrate are pagan holidays glory to God God told us to have wisdom he told us to search the scripture and many times we we just believe hallelujah because it's been handed down by tradition that it was hey it was a part of the Christian church in the beginning and it was not beloved be a student of the word of God by searching hallelujah the scripture need and going back into church history to find out where most of these traditions come from and most of them hallelujah come from Rome they have integrated their customs their pagan worships into Christianity the enemy remember we studied that the enemy is subtle he's not easily to detect and most of these these holidays traditions that we follow hallelujah are not from God but from man teaching man-made doctrines uh, I'm straying a little bit like I always do but you know, I want you to know the truth hallelujah but this world beloved is going to be purified by fire now is the time of salvation now is the time to turn to Christ the Messiah to identify yourself with his death his burial and his resurrection and be washed and cleansed in the blood of Christ Revelations chapter 21 verse 1 through 5 reads then I saw a new heaven and a new earth 
For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, vanished, and there is no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, arrayed like a bride adorned for her husband. And then I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the tabernacle of God is among men, and he will live among them, and they will be his people, and God himself would be with them as their God. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will no longer be death. There will no longer be sorrow and anguish, or crying or pain. For the former order of things have passed away. And he who sits on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write these things, these words are faithful and true. They are accurate, incorruptible, and trustworthy. Let's read verse 6 also. He says, And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the one who thirsts I will give water from the fountain of the water of life without cause. He said, I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the beginning and the end. And he also said, it is done. The same thing that Christ said on the cross, it is finished. The last thing that Christ has to conquer is death. Hallelujah. The one that holds the key to death and that's Satan. When he comes back, hallelujah. Glory to God there's going to be three events uh, there's going to be two more events of Christ the the second event is when he comes for his bride the third event is when he comes to throw the false prophet and the dragon and Satan to the lake of fire and all those that have not received Christ as Messiah will be thrown into the lake of fire hallelujah and that's when uh, He's the the key of death, hallelujah, would no longer be. Hallelujah, glory to God when God purifies this world with fire. Let's go back to Romans chapter 8. And we're going to read verse 23 and 25. We are groaning, beloved. Some of us are ready, hallelujah, for the Lord's return. Some of us are tired hallelujah of um war fighting we're ready to go home hallelujah let's go back to romans chapter 8 and we're going to read verse 23 and 24 hallelujah and it reads uh, 23 to 25 and it says and not only this but we too who have the first fruits of the spirit a joyful indication of the blessings to come even we groan inwardly as we wake eagerly for the sign of our adoption as sons the redemption and transformation of our body at the resurrection for in this hope we were saved by faith but hope, the object of which is seen, is not hope. For who hopes for what he already sees? 
But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait eagerly for it with patience and compulsure. The inward groan Paul speaks of is the same kind of groan he has just referred to creation being evolved in. We too live with that deep inner yearning for what is to come. As the psalmist so beautifully expressed it in Psalms chapter 84 verse 1 and 2, My soul yearns, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. This is a yearning deep within us to experience God in all his fullness. This is what God has intended for us from the beginning, to be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19 reads, And that you may come to know practically through personal experience the love of Christ which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience that you may be filled up throughout your being to all the fullness of God so that you may have the richest experience of God's presence in your lives completely filled and flooded with God himself see beloved God wants us to experience him hallelujah not not just to hear about him but to come into a relationship with him he wants you to experience his fullness he wants to walk with you beloved he wants to talk with you he wants to teach you hallelujah all those things and more glory to god and we will, hallelujah, experience even more because we just read that God is going to dwell with us. He's going to live among us. Hallelujah in the new heaven and the new earth. Hallelujah. You, I, I can't even imagine that. My finite mind, I can't even picture that. I can't even imagine that. Hallelujah. But it's, it, it's going to happen, beloved. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 2 reads I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy because I have promised to you I have promised to you one husband to present you as a pure virgin to Christ Paul says I am jealous over you with a, a god uh, uh, because of a godly jealousy because he has promised them hallelujah promised us to one husband hallelujah to present us as virgins to Christ glory to God a virgin is un untouched glory to God revelations chapter 19 verse 6 through 9 reads then I heard something like the shout of a vast multitude and like the boom of many pounding waves and like the roar of mighty pals of thunder saying hallelujah the lord our god the almighty the omnipotent the ruler of all reigns let us rejoice and shout for joy let us give glory and honor for the marriage of the lamb has come at last and his bride the redeemed has prepared herself 
he says, and the bride, the redeemed, has prepared herself. Verse 8, she has been permitted to dress in fine linen, dazzling white and clean, for the fine linen signifies the righteous acts of the saints, the ethical conduct, personal integrity, moral courage, and godly character of believers. Then the angel said to me, Write, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, Father, these are the true and exact words of God. We are in preparation, beloved. We are in preparation. Now is the time to prepare for the king's return. This is the fourth of the seven promised blessings that God has given us in Revelation. Hallelujah. The Lamb. There is going to be a banquet, beloved, for the bride, the redeemed. This is the first of seven visions of the final triumph of heaven over angelic and human rebellion hallelujah that is mentioned in chapter 19 and chapter 20 of revelation glory to god let's go to um let's jump to revelation chapter 21 revelation 21 and we're going to read verse 2 hallelujah and it reads and i saw the holy city new jerusalem coming down out of heaven from god arrayed like a bride adorned for her husband hallelujah remember jesus said that i go away to prepare a place for you this is the new jerusalem hallelujah the place of god's kingdom where we will reside and live glory to god hallelujah we want to be prepared it said the bride has prepared herself let us be prepared hallelujah for the king's return in revelations chapter 22 verse 16 to 21 it reads i this is the final invitation i jesus have sent my angel to testify to you and to give you assurance of these things for the churches i am the root the source of life and the offspring of david the radiant and bright morning star the holy spirit and the bride the church believers say come and let the one who hears say come and let the one who is thirsty come let the one who wishes take a drink the water of life without cost I testify and warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, its, its predictions, consolations, and admonestations. If anyone adds anything to them, God would add to him the plagues, afflictions, calamities, which are written in this book. Talking about the Bible, God's written word, the oracles of God. And if anyone takes away or distorts the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away from that one his share from the tree of life and from the holy city, New Jerusalem, which are written in this book. 
He who testifies and affirms these things says, Yes, I am coming quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, be with all the saints, all believers, those set apart for God. Amen. And David expressed it in Psalms chapter 17, verse 15, and I'm going to read that out to King James first. As for me, I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. In the Amplified Bible, it reads, As for me, I shall see your face in righteousness. I will be fully satisfied when I awake to find myself seeing your likeness. When we awaken from death's sleep and we are resurrected with new glorified bodies, beloved, we shall see the face of God himself. We shall be in his presence, in the presence of Yeshua, Jesus hallelujah these are the things we are to encourage one another about glory to God and to strengthen one another in the faith because this promise is coming Christ is coming beloved and we want to be a bride that has made herself ready it is having our eyes fully fixed on the ultimate goal that has a tremendous effect on our attitudes right now our attitude to life it was because Abraham and the Old Testament men of faith had their hearts focused on a city with foundations whose architect and builder is God let's turn our swords to Hebrews Hebrews chapter 11 and we're going to read verses 9 and 10 also turn your swords back to Revelation chapter 21 verse 2 and I know we read these the same scriptures over and over again but it's so important that we get this in our soul and in our spirit hallelujah Hebrews chapter 11 verse 9 and 10 read by faith he lived as a foreigner in the promised land as it as in a strange land living in tents as nomads with Isaac and Jacob who were fellow heirs of the same promise for he was waiting expectantly and confidently looking forward to the city which has foundations an eternal heavenly city whose architect and builder is God Revelation 21 verse 2 and I saw the holy city New Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God <coughs> hallelujah raid arrayed like a bride adorned for her husband that they lived as pilgrims and foreigners on the earth Abraham and the old men of faith of old the men and women of faith they lived in tents they lived as nomads hallelujah <coughs> on the earth See, because they put their focus on the heavenly kingdom that God has spoken and promised to them. And our focus should be on the heavenly kingdom whose foundation is an eternal heavenly city whose architect and builder is God. Let's read also, let's jump down to verse 13 and we're going to read that to verse 16. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. And it reads, And these died in faith, guided and sustained by it, without receiving the tangible fulfillment of God's promises, <clears throat> only having seen, anticipated them, and have welcomed them from a distance, and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. Now those who say such things make it clear that they are looking for a country of their own. And if they had been thinking of that country from which they departed as their true home, they would have had a continuing opportunity to return. But the truth is that they were longing for a better country, that is, a heavenly one. For that reason God is not ashamed of them or to be called their God, even to be sur surnamed their God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. For he has prepared a city for them. This is not our home, beloved. This is not our home, and, and, and we should not look at it as our home. We have a heavenly home and we wait for a heavenly kingdom it is living with eternity in view that keeps our priorities in life now in right perspective it is seen with the eyes of faith the glory that is going to be revealed in us that enables us to take up our cross and spend our lives for him it is when Christians today become consumed with the realization of the victory already won for them by Christ and see the wonder of the glory that is awaiting them that they throw off everything that hinders them Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 therefore since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so e easily and cleverly entangles us <clears throat> let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us and when it says that there is um the, uh, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses that is the people commended for their faith in chapter 11 of Hebrews hallelujah which is the faith chapter <clears throat> it says let us um, strip off every unnecessary weight and the sin so easily and cleverly entangles us you know each one of us have a sin hallelujah that easily and cleverly entangles us glory to God that that sin that we have not been able hallelujah to be free of but beloved um, including me I am not exempt anytime we come to that place where we think we have arrived beloved you are a danger to the to the body of Christ see because none of us have arrived we are all in the race we all are entangled easily by sins we all are carrying unnecessary weights but we must pray and ask the Lord to deliver us from these unnecessary weights 
hallelujah, to break the chains, the thitters and the feathers that of these sins that have entangled us, that is preventing from us, hallelujah, to continue to run with endurance and to be persistent in the race. Hallelujah, because the battle is real, beloved, and, it, and, and sometimes it gets overwhelming. But we must be delivered and we must seek God and ask God to deliver us. Hallelujah, that he would write, hallelujah, that, that word in our mind that we have been set free from the, sla- from the sin, from sin, from the slave master. We have been set free and redeemed from the slave master, which is sin. That, it, let, that we pray that God would write it in our conscience that it will be a part of our spirit. See, it's by the word of God that we are set free. It's the anointing of the word of God that breaks yokes. Hallelujah. And hallelujah, we don't all the time have to be in a church to to receive deliverance. You can receive deliverance at home, beloved. If there's someone that you trust, that's in the word that have the like faith as you you guys come together because Jesus said if two or three are gathered in my name there I am in the midst and begin to pray and ask God to deliver see we with the church has hallelujah we have gotten far from the truth of loving one another and love includes helping a brother and sister in the faith to be delivered and set free without judgment, without criticism, hallelujah, without condemnation. Glory to God. See, because we, when we judge and condemn, we send them further into the pit. But we are to help our brothers and sisters out of the pit. Pray for them to be delivered. Hallelujah. You know, not many are willing to do that. Glory to God. In the body of Christ. You don't necessarily need to be in a church building of deliverance to be delivered. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because see, Jesus went about delivering and doing good to all. Hallelujah. And and most of the people in the synagogue weren't delivered. <laughs> you are only reading the scripture that only a uh, uh, demonic was delivered in the synagogue. A man's foot was healed in the in the synagogue. The synagogue was a, a a place of meeting. It was like a church. Hallelujah. See, God wants to set us free. He wants. He does not want us to be confined with that that carnal state of mind that oh I have to go to a church building to be delivered no beloved Jesus said that where two or three are gathered together in my name there I am in the midst and if two or three come together hallelujah if a sister calls another sister on the phone can we come over and have a deliverance service at at the house or at my house wherever at your house my house Jesus is there in the midst the Holy Spirit is within you guys and it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. We must have enough love for one another that if we see a brother or a sister heading towards a cliff we see them headed that way but they don't see it. That we should have enough love to the, uh, for them 
to pull them to the side to prevent them from falling over but we don't beloved and something is wrong with that hallelujah <clears throat> maybe we have fear maybe we're afraid of that person rejecting us and cursing us out okay lord give me strength give me the courage of joshua and caleb that i will have enough courage and love for my brother and my sister to see them heading towards a cliff hallelujah to to pull them aside and to warn them but many times beloved we agree with people that are living in sin especially in the body of Christ we don't we we don't want to be rejected we don't we don't want uh uh we don't want to hurt their feelings because we might lose a friendship okay love does no wrong to his neighbor and when you see a brother and sister getting ready to fall off the cliff you causing that brother uh, uh, harm and wrong because you're allowing them to die you see the danger but you don't say nothing let's continue on and, and, and um, he says that they throw off everything that hinders them and, play, and plunge themselves into winning this world for Christ with a zeal equal to that of the earthly believers our attitude to our, towards ourselves. After describing all that is to come, Peter admonishes his readers in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 14. You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. Since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. And John, after declaring in 1 John chapter 3, verse 2, Now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been known. But we know that we appear, he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. It goes on to say in verse 3, Everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. The deep yearning within us for our ultimate destiny makes us like pliable clay in God's hand. And I want to be a pliable clay, beloved. Hallelujah. I don't want to be a hard piece of clay. Has no moisture, no nothing. You can't shape it. And then God has to throw it away. I want to be a pliable clay. We want to be pliable clays in God's hands. It is hope seeing God's goal that that releases faith. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 which reads, and I'm going to read that out the Amplified Bible. Now faith is the assurance, title deed, confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, this conviction of their reality, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. Hallelujah. Faith pleases God. And it is our faith that releases God's grace, his enabling power to work in our lives. Then in turn, it is God's grace 
that produces his glory within us. It is God's grace that produces his glory within us. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 tells us, And we who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed into his likeness with every increasing glory which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. We are ever, hallelujah, being transformed into his likeness. Those that are like pliable clay, those that have a desire, hallelujah, to have a relationship with the Father, to have a relationship with the Son, those that have identified themselves in Christ's death, his burial, and his resurrection, and was sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. It is those whom he is talking about, those that are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory. Hallelujah! That God is producing glory within us. The more we seek him, the more he pours into us. The more we yearn for him, hallelujah, the more he pours into us. See, we are, we are brides that ought to be preparing ourselves. And this is why God said, separate yourselves from the unclean things. Do not love the world, nor the things in the world. He said, do not be conformed to the world. See, because this world system belongs to Satan. Everything, hallelujah, belongs to Satan. But we are to utilize what God has given us to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to the lost and to be encourage, encourage one another in the faith, hallelujah, to, uh, to remind them of the coming ki kingdom and that we're not of this world. Hallelujah. Be not transformed into this world, but be ye separate. He says, love not the things of this world. Hallelujah. Do not cling to them because they are getting ready to perish, beloved. When God purges the earth with fire, those things will perish. Glory to God. Now, now uh, no wonder Paul, in the light of his declaration in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19, that we will be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God, goes on in the next two verses to declare. Matter of fact, let's turn there right now. Ephesians chapter 3, hallelujah, verse 19. We're going to read verses 19 to 20. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19 to 20 reads hallelujah to 21 and he said and that you may come to know practically through personal experience the love of Christ which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience that you may be filled up throughout your being to all the fullness of God so that you may have the richest experience of God's presence in your lives, completely filled and flooded with God himself. 
Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams according to his power that is at work within us. That is in according to his power that is at work within you. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. He says according to his power that is at work within you. Talking about the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that transforms you. It is not, hallelujah, you going to church. Hallelujah. Which is still a good thing because you want to fellowship with other believers and, and hear the word of God. Hallelujah. But it is the Holy Spirit that transforms you. When we read our word, when we pick up the Bible, when we begin to read the word of God, and we pray that, that the scriptures, that this Bible will come alive and that the words will come alive and speak to our hearts. The Holy Spirit takes what you are feeding upon and he begins to operate that word on the inside of you, on in your soul, in your soul man, transforming it into the image of Christ. But if we, hallelujah, do not read the book of the, the, the God's oracle, hallelujah, with, in a spiritual sense, with spiritual eyes, hallelujah, looking for the kingdom that is spiritual, transformation will kind of take heart. We must separate ourselves. We must make a decision in our hearts, in our minds, not to be a part of this world. And so many of us, hallelujah, have idols in our lives of this world. Glory to God, and, and including me. But I want to be delivered. Hallelujah. I want my whole entire focus to be upon Christ the Messiah, on the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. To, up, to walk upright before him as did Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And they all, they all had character flaws. But the one thing that all of them had, they believed God's word. They trusted God with all their heart, with all their mind, with all their soul. Hallelujah. And I, 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 we want to come to that place that we trust God's word. That if he say that he's going to do a thing, he's going to do it. Hallelujah. We must trust in that. And that's what faith is, is trusting God at his word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This was a good uh, lesson. Hallelujah for the end of lesson 18. Know that we are waiting that kingdom, that glory, the, the new Jerusalem. That we are heirs to the kingdom of God that we are heirs and that we sit in Christ in heavenly places that we are children of God that we are new creatures in Christ the Messiah that we have been set free from the slave master sin that we no longer have to yield to sin but beloved if you do not get the truth in you 
Hallelujah. If you do not get the truth of God's word in you, you will not have anything to anchor you. Glory to God. We must get the word in us. We must feed upon the word of God. Hallelujah. We must feed upon the word of God. Hallelujah. If it's just a scripture a day, beloved. Hallelujah. Meditate upon that scripture until it becomes a part of you. Until it becomes a part of you. It's a part of your lifestyle. See, walking with Christ is a lifestyle. Hallelujah. It's not a religion. It's a lifestyle. Everything that you do is about God, is about Christ, is about walking and living, hallelujah, as ambassadors of Christ. A whole new change of attitude, a whole new change of outlook. How can you say that you know Christ and you walk around sad? How can you say that you know Christ, hallelujah, you're born again and there's no joy, hallelujah, bubbling from you? How can you say that when you pick and choose who you're going to like and who you're not going to like? Who to love and who not to? That's not how it works, beloved. You are walking in the flesh. See, when you love from the Holy Spirit, which was shed abroad in your heart, you love all. Hallelujah. There is no distinction. There, there, there is no, I love you all. Hallelujah. But we have to get to that place. We have to get to that place. God, write your word upon the tables of my heart. That it will become a, my lifestyle. That it will become a part of me. I want to be transformed into the image of Christ. I want to see out of the eyes of love. I want to see what you see, O oh Lord. Hallelujah. I want to view my brothers and sisters by the Spirit, Lord. I want to view them in Christ. Hallelujah. Not by my carnal mind. Not by, with my fleshly eyes. Father, but I am hid in Christ. And I want to see through the eyes of Christ. I want to love with the love of Christ. Hallelujah. I want to walk and do good as Christ did. I want to touch and heal, Father, and have compassion and mercy, Lord, for the hurting. Glory to God. These are all the characteristics of God. God is not a respecter of persons, neither should we be a respecter of persons but yet is in the body of Christ and it's like a cancer hallelujah Lord deliver us from this sin father of being a respecter of people hallelujah looking down on the lowly father but cheering on and praising those that are high Lord father teach us how to look at men father through the eyes of Christ as our brothers and sisters in Christ hallelujah with the eyes of compassion eyes of love hallelujah that we want to assist and help them in their walk hallelujah to encourage them in the race to press on sister you can do it 
hallelujah, to remind them of what Christ, the Messiah, has done for them, to remind them of the promises of God instead of tearing them down, which we do. Hallelujah. Speaking curses, using the word of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, hallelujah, is the judge of all things. Hallelujah. This ends, hallelujah, lesson 18, and this was a good lesson. Hallelujah. Let us begin to change our attitude and our outlook. Hallelujah. How we view our walk with Christ. That it would be a relationship. That it would be a lifestyle, a day-to-day lifestyle, being delivered daily, being transformed daily into the image of Christ, the Messiah. And when you're changed daily, beloved, you're not going to desire to want to do the things that you used to do in the world anymore. As simple as that. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for truth, O Lord God, from the scriptures. We thank you, O Father God, that you are writing your word upon the tables of our heart. And that, Father, because you are writing your word upon the tables of our heart, we are being transformed into the image of Christ the Messiah. We thank you, Lord, for lesson 18 of Romans. And, Father, we ask, O Father, as we go throughout our day, that you would bring to our remembrance what the Spirit is speaking to us through the word. We thank you, Lord, hallelujah, for the anointing that comes to break the yokes, Father God. We thank you, Father. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, beloved, once again, I've enjoyed my time with you. Shalom to you, Sister Blue. Shalom to you. Hallelujah. And shalom to all those other listeners. Uh, Let us be kingdom-minded people. Let us have a desire to be want, to want to be transformed into Christ's image, to be like him. And I kid you not, beloved, if you constantly reading, hallelujah, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, sooner or later you're going to begin to sound like Christ. As you recall that when Jesus was at his trial, and Peter was there in the courtyard. One of the women came up to him that you was with Jesus because you sound like him. You know that you can be transformed in such a way that you begin to think like Christ. You begin to walk like him. You begin to speak like him. Hallelujah. With power and authority. When we read the Gospels, when we fill our soul and our spirit with the word of God with the gospels with the epistles hallelujah the old testament was just an example for us beloved they are contained the prophecies of Christ of the promises hallelujah they are our examples of how to walk with Christ how to walk with God and how not to Glory to God. But the main book for the born again believer is the New Testament because we are in a new covenant. We are no longer bound as slaves to sin. Hallelujah. We, hallelujah, when you feel with the Holy Spirit, automatically the Holy Spirit, you will automatically do the commands of God because you're filled with the Holy Spirit. You are not forced. 
Hallelujah. And it's not by observation or uh, doing outward works of uh, rituals or traditions that get you favor with God. It's faith and faith alone and trust in Christ the Messiah. Hallelujah. We observe God's holidays because we love God. Not because we're forced or not because we are commanded to do them. We observe the Sabbath day because it was written in Genesis, hallelujah, chapter 2, that God set that day aside for himself, glory to God, and we do those things because we have the Holy Spirit abiding in us and the Holy Spirit is going to lead us in the right direction and is always according to the word of God, not the traditions of men, not uh, the teachings of man-made doctrines or even personal interpretations. God means what he says in his word and he, and he, he says what he means in his word. Hallelujah. Let us stop leaning to our own understanding and look towards the heaven where the, the kingdom of God is and place our focus on our home, which is not here on planet Earth. Well, beloved, I definitely have to go because I have to go um, drop off some papers. But, you know, God is wonderful. My car had broke down um, Monday. Hallelujah. My car broke down Monday. Yesterday, God blessed me with a brand new car. God is awesome. He is faithful, beloved. Glory to God. He is faithful. He will give you favor if you seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And he has promised to give all things unto you. God is in control. Hallelujah. And I thank you for your prayers. I thank you, Sister Blue, for your prayers. Hallelujah. We want to be kingdom-minded people. Glory to God. But may God bless you. May God keep you. May God's face shine up on you. As you continue to seek his face. By sitting at his feet. And learning from him. Until to, uh, until tomorrow, beloved, God bless you and shalom.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.